You're listening to the Guildhall School Events Podcast, where today we're talking to cast and crew of Macanal, our end-of-term spring play for 2015. I'm pleased to welcome director Edward Dick, cast members Emma Naomi and Freddie Ellison, production manager George Lumkin, and deputy stage manager Jocelyn Robinson. So I think we'll start off with you, Ed. Um, It's not your first time directing for the Guildhall School, so what keeps you coming back? Um... No, it's not my first time. I've, I have been here, although not for a few years. It's my first time in a while. And it's my first time uh, since they've built this new building that we're in, um, which is fantastic. I did a lot of work here at the beginning of my career when I was an assistant director and um, becoming a director. And I did a lot of work on Shakespeare and modern work with the students and... Uh, I got a huge amount out of it, um, and I like working with the uh, with the students here because um, the stuff that's at the core of their training, the work on the ensemble, uh, the work on movement, um, is very very strong and enables uh, us to do a piece like this really um because and to do it quite relatively quickly because the actors are able to draw on their three years training um and we can get to things um relatively quickly because they are used to working with each other and because um they're used to working with each other in a certain way uh so i think it's a great opportunity actually to kind of come and work on a piece like this um and it hasn't been very long since you i mean it's been maybe a month you've been rehearsing this since the shakespeare's finished yeah we're in the fourth week of rehearsal just about to go into technical rehearsal it's our last day in the rehearsal room tomorrow let's get on to Mackinac. is it a particularly cheery play emma <laughs> uh, <laughs> it doesn't look like it i wouldn't say so it's a pretty relentless play it doesn't ever really stop there is this there's this constant rhythm underneath it and we follow this woman who's trying to conform into this society but for some reason or another she just can't and we see her through five different episodes try and reach out to someone have someone understand that she needs freedom and there seems to be some opportunity for reconciliation but it just never happens and it's because people are are stuck in their own rhythm, they know what they want, and that's their world, and that's what they understand. What's interesting, though, about our production is that the young woman is played by the entire company of women. So we have nine women playing this one woman. And I think that's important because I think it's very easy to detach yourself as an audience member and say, this is what happened to one woman, whereas actually... (coughs) she's a victim of her own circumstances and she she's ultimately destroyed in the end i think and is is that easy to do have nine different people playing the same character um it's not as easy as having an arc yourself but because we are always going to be on stage we are connected to the woman who's playing all the time and i think it's it's been it's been really helpful to be able to watch the rehearsals as well 
So let's move on to Freddie, who's the other cast member in, in the room. And if anyone's been to any Guildhall dramas this year, they would have seen Freddie in South Downs and A Midsummer Night's Dream. Freddie, what character or characters do you play in, in Mackinac? Um, so, as Emma said, there's nine episodes, and I think, I, I think I'm in seven of them, playing different characters. In terms of... Sp- Speaking parts, um, <clears throat> I play a, an adding clerk in the first episode, um, uh, which is tremendously good fun. Um, and Ed uh, has spoken a lot in the rehearsals about this this rhythm that we kind of have to fight against the young women for, um, because that's kind of the the transaction that goes on is that the young woman is one in one rhythm and the, the, the machine, the machinal, is in a totally different rhythm. So every character that I play is part of a is part of the machine in order to stop this young woman from, from you know doing whatever she wants to do. So that takes the form of, a, of an adding clerk in an office. Um, and then I play um, uh, a, a lawyer in episode eight whose responsibility it is, is to is to prosecute her for a crime that she's committed and the the crime which she's committed is murder <laughs> um, yeah yeah Turns on um, so it's pretty yeah yeah it's um it's pretty high stakes at that point but as ed has actually you know mentioned to me before it's it's a it's an interesting challenge because you know in that particular scene it's not necessarily about whether she did or didn't do this crime. It's actually about keeping this kind of, as Emma said, this relentless pressure and this relentless rhythm um, that's, that, you know, that ultimately stops her from expressing herself. So it's, it's been an interesting challenge. Now, back in um, Her Naked Skin, um, it was quite grim. There were some quite grim scenes. Would, would you compare, is this comparable? What's very effective, I think, in this production is the sound we had a listen to it yesterday and it's just blood curdling it's it's very very effective it just gives weight to a lot of moments that you might think are in in one way very simple but they're not not for the woman they're not there's something with about the husband's touch and the effect that it has on her that is magnified by the music quite a lot so i think that's going to be very interesting for the audience to hear. <laughs> On to the production team now. Jocelyn, you're the deputy stage manager, and George, you are the production manager. Now, I was going to say, George, um, you're never seen, but I realised that this is not true because I saw you on the stage last year in a sort of cameo or, or something. Yes, last year in the hour we knew nothing of each other, I appeared briefly on stage with a hosepipe in hand. Uh, and I had to spray one of the actors with water. It's not often that as stage crew or production team we get to appear on stage, but uh, something that's quite different about Macanal, um, the design of the production means that you can see into the wings throughout the entire production. Um, the set is made up of this mesh, and so you can see through it. Um, so the all of the 20-odd stage crew and stage management team um, will be visible the whole time. And what's, what's the thinking behind behind that? Well, <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's all linked into the fact that 
it the it is about the machine um, and being able to see the crew moving the set around striking things from the trucks and putting props and furniture back on you're seeing this world and the cogs turning behind the woman who is on stage and she has there's nothing she can do to stop it and it's just seeing the machine working around her um, it's uh, I think it's going to be a really really interesting thing to watch actually because it's I haven't seen a show before um, certainly at Guildhall in recent history where you can where we have been able to see the whole of backstage um, and part of that machine is, is Jocelyn as your deputy <laughs> stage manager so yeah. what are you going to be doing on the night are you going to have to sort of uh, do you have a costume that you have to wear because people can see you <laughs> no or is it just um, business as usual yeah just business as usual for me I'm up in the back gallery um, so I'll be calling all of the the cues and calling all of the truck moves and everything that's going on as part of the machine but I'm not sort of as involved in it because I'm in a separate area of the theatre. Okay, so how do you and, and George work together? Do you work together? Um, as of Friday, a lot. We've not yes. worked together much, but we go into tech on Friday and then it all the technical departments sort of merge and yes. work together. I, basically, when we get into tech, um, stage management have um, most of the, the leading roles, if you like, the, the stage is theirs. Um, I will be there as a crew chief, if you like, um, so we will be working quite closely um, to make sure that all the all the cogs are turning at the right time, if you like. Um, and if if there's something that needs changing, then at short notice, then I'm on hand to do that during the show. Everyone's got very sort of specific roles of what they need to do when it needs to be done. Um, we've sort of, I think, it's the earliest show I've worked on that we've gone through, and we've already done running lists. Like I think from week one we'd gone through and we'd worked out scene change plots and what was happening because everything has to be so well choreographed and as disruptive as possible so sort of no loud banging in a really quiet scene what we wanted to do was uh, use the entire theatre space architecturally in an exposed way um, and to expose the machinery of um, making a piece of theatre and connecting that machine to, um, well, using that machine as the machine that uh, this young woman um, exists in opposition to in various ways. So um, I wanted to, when, when, when I was talking to Guildhall about some um, shows that I might come and do, I wanted to do something that was a real collaboration between the technical theatre department and the acting department. Um, and I think this show does do that and celebrates that kind of collaboration because, because it's all seen, it's all exposed. So it's a kind of industrial theatre space that allows the scenes of the play to happen in in quite an epic, operatic way. The story is set in the 1920s, but we're using theatre technology that's contemporary, but you will be aware of the, of the, of the technique and the machinery around this 1920s story. Is the, is the costume in a sort of 1920s yes. uh, US sort of style? 
Yes, it, it is. must be fun. <clears throat> Very much so. Yeah, it's fun. Um, every woman gets to wear a red wig, a red 1920s wig. So that's nice. We've all dreamed of that. Let's face it. Okay, great. Um, Ed, um, final thoughts on, on Mackinac. What are your favourite elements of the of the plot, how it develops? I do like its extremity and its brutality. It's a full-on piece of writing that demands quite a full-on production, um, which is what we're trying to, which is what we're trying to give it. Emma touched on sound. I mean, it's interesting how much of that is is there in the script. It's like she's written this thing that looks forward, fifty years certainly in terms of kind of methods of theatrical mm. presentation. But it's uh, it's a very challenging, um, but rather beautiful and brutal piece of work I think yeah. great well on that note I think uh, this is a time for me to say thank you very much for coming in thanks for your time and I hope it all goes well thank you thank, thank you. you thank you very much thank you thanks for listening to another Guildhall School Events podcast tickets for Mackinac which opens on the 27th of March 2015 in the Silk Street Theatre are on sale now from the Barbican box office in person over the phone or online at gsmd.ac.uk